God damn it. My cock doesn't want to work. That would be why I can't hear you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is March 13th, 1993. Welcome to Saturday Morning Superstars. Yes, I'm calling this episode Brett Who. (laughs) No one cares. No one cares. (laughs) I am Dom. And I am saying We're channeling our midlife crisis here watching early 90s syndicated professional wrestling. We are on the road to WrestleMania 9. Our cold open is the worst cold open in the history of cold opens. Oh my god. Yes, we get get the close-up of Jimmy's noggin. And this was just so cringeworthy, this whole thing. They start with a, a big promo from Jimmy Hart going into Hulk Hogan's Pythons. This is like Vince trying to relive the 80s and it just doesn't work for the 90s. This is why WrestleMania was the worst WrestleMania of all time. Yeah, uh, we went to 15 live. That's how bad yeah. 9 was. <laughs> Jimmy Hart! <laughs> Jimmy Hart is so excited. He can't believe he's a good guy. He's like, I can't believe it! Uh, uh. <laughs> it starts in falsetto. We have uh, <laughs> Jimmy Hart! <laughs> I finally get to play a big piece. Look at me. I got red and yellow. In comes the Andre the Giant shot yeah. of just the back of Hulk Hogan with one bicep. His 24-inch pythons. Yeah. Saying how we got half of the Mega Maniacs because we're still not going to let Brutus say a goddamn thing. <laughs> we don't want him to say too much. And then we go into an episode of South Paul Regional Wrestling. <laughs> Where he's talking all sorts of, like, hokey bullshit. Oh, it's so bad. It's just, it's everything that was the mid-80s that worked in the mid-80s. Like, everything is just hyperbole after hyperbole after hyperbole. They just went overboard on this. I can't believe that they weren't laughing during this. You got Hogan saying he's going to bankrupt Money, Inc. But then he also says he's going to murder and bury them. <laughs> you gotta love it, man. Please. You know, it's the early 90s. You can get away with that shit. Like, We're gonna kill them and bury them in the desert. Why not? Hey, Vegas, you can do that. It's very premeditated. He's talking about like how he's gonna do it, how he's gonna get oh. away with it. He's pulling out notes. He's like, yeah, I've got it all drilled up here, brother. I'm going out after this to buy the shovels. He's asking Jimmy Hart if he can arrange it. He's like, we're going to bury their carcasses in the desert. You can, you can work that out, right? And Jimmy's like, oh, shit. I buried people all the time back there. That's where Dino Bravo is. That's how I got my manager job. I just yeah. buried them. Like, even buzzards won't know where they are. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's really dark. It's very Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah. Then we get the entrance of Brutus Beefcake, and he's got this new, like, 
Power Rangers mask (laughs) that he's going to wear. Like, like this superhero, like almost by the power of Grayskull vibes off of this thing. Hulk just keeps hitting him with a briefcase yes. in the face. Like, okay, his his nose is still supposedly fractured or or whatever that, you know, Muddy Ink did to him. And with this mask, it's supposed to protect it, you know, nonstop. But I wouldn't go out of my way to test this sucker, you know? So I don't know why he just keeps hitting Brutus with the briefcase <laughs> in his face because he's got the mask on i'm confused in the story so brutus legit needs his face reconstructed and this is his big comeback Mm -hmm. irs starts wailing on him with a briefcase so brutally that jimmy hart hart grows three sizes and becomes a good guy (laughs) of course the next week brutus shows up with uh, a band-aid on his nose just a just a little tiny you know which he rips off and goes because of my titanium face None of this affected me. I'm completely yeah. indestructible. Yes, I've Fast. got titanium. Yeah, I'm, I'm friggin' Wolverine. You can't I'm, do anything. I'm Rihanna over here. <laughs> He's like completely indestructible. Fast forward to this week, everybody is worried that he can't possibly get back in the ring because his face is so delicate that they put him in this friggin' Iron Man mask. Yeah. To protect him. And now he can take, he can withstand anything. So it's like his face is so delicate that Jimmy Hart protects him. Mm-hmm. Nope. He's titanium face. He's indestructible. Nope. He really is very delicate. We got to put him <laughs> in this spotted owl mask in Hulk Hogan colors that makes him look yeah, completely ridiculous. Got to be red and yellow. Yeah. And that Hulk just keeps on whamming this just thing. Just keeps hitting him. <laughs> like a drive-by. He's, he's trying to deliver his half-assed promo. In comes Hulk Hogan and whacks him with a briefcase. He gets yeah. through a couple more senses. From the other side, here comes Hulk Hogan, whacks him with a briefcase. Yeah. And it's so hokey. Because it can't just be a protective mask. It's yeah. got to be made from space-age material from NASA. It, it, <laughs> it's made of the most you know, precious metal. Like they built the Mir space station out of this yeah. shit. <laughs> and then, you know, Hogan is beating up with the briefcase, but that wasn't enough. Hogan apparently went over to California, which he mentions mm-hmm. about 65 times. Of course. Venice Beach. Laid Brutus down on the freeway. Yeah. Drove over this motherfucker <laughs> with a goddamn steamroller. Yes. And his face was fine. Of course. <laughs> as, as was the rest of him, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like the helmet rule. Like, if you're falling out of a plane, why do you wear a helmet? Because that helmet is not saving you if your parachute doesn't open. This mask apparently apparently does not only protect his face, it makes his entire body indestructible. The, the whole of him. That's a massive shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> I put it on your face and you can be run over by a steamroller. Yeah. It is so South Paul regional wrestling over the top, stupid ass, 80s bullshit. I was expecting the sea monster to show up. It's not me that you're going to be facing. Oh no, you're going to be facing my creature from the sea. <laughs> oh. We get giant Gonzalez instead. Well, it is at this point where I feel that an apology is in order. (laughs) Because when we started this podcast oh so long ago, I made so much fun of the Warriors promos. And we we did a whole bit on Dom, you know, translates the Warrior. And I would praise Hulk Hogan to no end. And now that he's back and I'm seeing this promo, I have seen the error of my ways. I have repented of all my sins. Yeah. I went I went to confession. I just couldn't take 
you know, the burden. So I must apologize and say that the worst promos were not that bad. <laughs> this is totally the bottom of the barrel right here. It's just so cheesy. Warrior uh, was nonsensical, but yeah. this is just cheesy. It, it this just, is just way over the top. Didn't have to happen. And, you know, and I just, I feel like Vince is like in the background of this, just, you know, spewing his love juice all shit. over the place. Like, yes. this is awesome. We don't need this. We, but I mean, we're, we're looking at this, you know, what, 25 years hindsight. So maybe in 1993 to a 10 year old kid, they would have loved this shit. Me as a, what what were we in 1993, 17, 18. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 18. I don't think I could have stood this. And this is probably why I wasn't watching during this time period. Yeah. Parts of this show has been grown up with its audience. Who's grown up with it. This is a Star Wars problem. You know, George Lucas releases the prequels and everybody's like, what hokey horse shit. He says, yeah, it's for 10 year olds. You were 10 back then. You liked it when you were 10. You're 40 now. I didn't make this for you. Exactly. Now we're looking at it and, you know, making total fun of it, which we should. Which we should. But yeah, if we were six and just like tuning in for the first time and heard about Hulk Hogan and he's back and now you get Mm. to see him, you might be like, yeah, yeah, they can't stop you with with a a dumpster truck full of kryptonite, Hulk. You're absolutely (laughs) right. You're a superhero, Hulk. That was the vibe, man. They were looking for the superheroes, you know. They are, they're wrestlers. They're superstars. Well, that was our cold open. And then yeah, we don't God. even have the the three on the stage. We go right into a match with Papa Shango. Where the, where has this guy been? Yeah. That's what I had. I like <laughs> on my notes. I was like, Shango is back from the dead. Yes. Where's he been? He's, he's probably getting high with the skull. New skull. <laughs> you see skull yeah. 2.0. It's got like a jewel in it and it's all like oh, yeah. gray and encrusted and Yes, he's blinged out now with his skull. Four minutes, 25 seconds in, not only did a woman make a sign, she put it on a popsicle stick. She's holding it on a giant stick and it says, you stink. That's awesome. 84 gimmicks in, we have Papa Shango (laughs) facing balding buff Jesus. Who's this asshole? (laughs) We have seen him before, but I just love this guy's look because he looks like, you know, Friar Tuck with that haircut. This is Ming, Mark Ming, Ming the Merciful, of course, who has... 23 TV matches between 1988 and 1993. And that was pretty much all I could find on him. We have a new t-shirt plant, a guy wearing two t-shirts, one obviously way too big, which is the freebie he got. It's WF Headlock on Hunger, the t-shirt. Oh, yes. yes. Merchandising, merchandise. <laughs> merchandising, merchandising. <laughs> Headlock on Hunger, the flamethrower. No one bought that shirt. No one went to the merch table. Be like, well, they got Hulk Hogan. They they got that yeah. really cool Undertaker one that's huge. Hmm. And, uh, headlock on Hunger. Give me the headlock on Hunger. I want that shirt, dude. That's that's you know that's gonna be that's gonna be vintage. Yeah. Oh, don't make me nobody. Do it. Nobody else is gonna have that shirt. So don't you know, somebody oh, you know it's it's gonna happen. Headlock on Hunger. BWS. Holy shit! Of course, there's two. Yeah. All right. All right, All right fam. Yes. My my favorite new bit. All right. Vintage WWF Headlock on Hunger shirt. Catalog Event XL. I don't know what Catalog Event means. Not quite. 1993 Brit HBK Luger, but it's it's just a shirt. And we're going with the highest price one. It's for the Somalia Relief Fund. It's a legit shirt. It looks great. Okay, so it's in good condition. 
great condition. Oh, it actually right. said something on the back. It says, see if I can zoom in, Red Cross P.O. Box. Oh, it gives you the address that you can oh, donate. Well, of course. Okay. All right, Which sweet. I'm sure is still a good address. So. I'm going to say 80 bucks. 80 bucks. The lower priced one Oof. is 161 <laughs> and 63 cents. Wow. The most expensive one is selling for, well, they're asking. They're not getting Yes. It. This guy's going to no. die, die with this t-shirt. $229.99. Wow. Plus $11.25 shipping. you got to have a lot of balls to charge me $12 shipping. They <laughs> charge me $200 for a headlock on hunger t-shirt. That's that, crazy. That was free at the event. Where, where's that guy out of? Where's the seller out of? Oh, that's like, Let me see. Where does he reside that he thinks that shirt's going to get him that much money? You can get this from the country. Oh, he has a whole collection. Oh, he's from Japan. Of course. Coming from Japan. <laughs> Headlock on hunger shirt. God damn. And this guy got it for free. They were just giving him out like popsicle sticks. Yeah, like here. Make that, us look better. Now you can now you have to buy it for two hundred dollars from this asshole in Japan. <laughs> Fitz is getting sued, yeah, by the federal government. He has to look good. Here's yeah, a free right? shirt. Back to the actual match. <laughs> yeah, Shango beats down Ming, and Ming actually fights back with a little bit of, if you want to call it offense, some of the most pathetic looking drop kicks I've seen. <laughs> Out of this guy, it looks like he just couldn't commit. <laughs> Poor Ming, they were so awful. He could be. Yeah, it was. He could it was be bad. extremely high, because yeah, that's true. There is a shot of the crowd at about. It's almost five minutes in. It's four minutes forty fifty six seconds into this episode, mm. and the amount of smoke coming from the skull is <laughs> filling up the entire arena. There's like a cloud flying through the arena. Of course, of Papa Shango's. <laughs> Gimmick is yes. <laughs> that's part of his gimmick. It's the gimmick he cloud. Gets the, he gets the audience so high they think he's a good wrestler. <laughs> yes, yeah. poor Shango. He's like Mr. Elbow Drop. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Well, he he just got tired of Ming. Just pounds him into the mat. We get a, a, from the announcers a quick little joke from Savage about Lawler's sex life. Yeah, and Vince <laughs> is pissed. He shoots that <laughs> thing down like he's like mother. This is a children's show. You got kicked off the air. Which, well, here's the there's the thing. Like, if they're on green screen, if they're recording this, why couldn't he just overdub that? Yeah, right. It's like, <laughs> yeah, why didn't they? Like, all right, why cut. did they just come back over? Yeah, macho, like, look, Randy. This isn't raw. We're not a. We're not on night. We got to keep this G. Let's let's take it from the top. But yeah. you know, he's just pissed at him, and they move on, and they keep it in. Yeah, I that I noticed that too. Why did that happen? Yeah. If he's that mad and he's that upset about it and we're not live. Yeah. Why did he even make air? Vince squashed it quick. Well, anyway, back to the match. Once again, Shango stays in control. Then it's a reverse shoulder breaker for the win, folding Ming in half. Ming like just kind of fell to the ground after that. Uh, I respected the shoulder break. I thought the shoulder breakers were like the lame finisher. This is like finishers were just like the last move, not like something yeah. devastating. This thing looks great. Shango holds him up like he's almost in a tombstone and just drops him onto his knee. Yeah. Ming plays it well, too, because yeah. he just comes down and like literally like looks like he just crumples to the ground. I've learned that gravity really helps sell your moves. Yeah. If you want a good finisher, <laughs> let gravity have a little bit of a part in it. Certainly. Yeah. Certainly. Just like gravity take its toll. As the Beverly Brothers have taught us, you launch a mother 
are high enough. <laughs> Send it down to the mat in such a way, at a certain angle, it will look devastating no matter what. It'll look real. Yeah, I think it will be real. Shango needs to go back to cursing. Like, we, we haven't had a good Shango curse in a while. No one's been caught on fire. No one's been spitting up soup. Mm-hmm. And now he does a, a pyrotechnic show. Like, he's fantastic. And yeah, he's going to turn babyface if he's not careful. Because everybody's going to be like, yeah fireworks he haven't done anything he just he comes in and he wrestles it's like his whole gimmick is just everything all the shit that he brings out now yeah uh, should just let these guys on fire with actual boom flame on he's yeah. out of that <laughs> next time he comes out he's, he's gonna have a grocery cart just calling all this shit to the to the ring he made it's a, not gonna do anything a career of having a gimmick where he didn't have to wrestle i yeah. go out there i let a guy on fire Five years from now, I'll go out there. I'll give a guy a prostitute. I don't have to <laughs> wrestle. It's good, perfect. Vince, I love you for these gimmicks. This is awesome. Yeah, he's the precursor of all red everything, where she didn't ever get into the ring and face anybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. What's Eva, Eva Marie? Eva Marie. It has been five minutes since we've seen Hulk Hogan, so let's put this guy back <laughs> on the air. <laughs> I almost forgot about him. Yeah. yeah, so we had to get another promo of him that just puts over... You know, everything that he's ever done. By the way, Hulk's going to be at WrestleMania. Please buy WrestleMania. Hulk will be there. Yeah. <laughs> Did we mention Hulk was going to be at WrestleMania? They have him posing like some kind of Greek god. Mm-hmm. They're spinning him around on a table. Yep. Just so you can see his muscles at every angle. They're saying he's been dominant for a decade. He's champion four times. Mm. Thank God he's back. Thank God. And after I saw this, I totally forgive Bret Hart for being the bitter asshole he is today. (laughs) Because I get it now. I mean, here he is going into WrestleMania the champion. And eight minutes and seven seconds, all we've had is Papa Shango and Hulk Hogan. I mean, you're the champion. This is going to be all about Bret. We never see this guy. He's a witness protection. They keep saying it's going to be like a double main event, but they they barely even mention Bret Hart's match. It's all about Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and he's doing the same shit. He's like ripping his shirt, doing the same poses. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. This, but yes, this, is, this was the downfall, you know, till we could come up with something new. Yeah. We have our a green screen announced team. It's Orange Crush Macho Man. He's, yeah. It's an orange sequence today. Called it his Halloween costume. It is. Even though it's yeah. March. It and Jerry and Vince. Yeah. They run down the rest of today's show. So we've already seen the first match, but we're also going to get a little bit of Tatanka, Lex Luger, and Yoko are also going to be in action. Is something supposed to happen on Raw? Because for the last two weeks, Jerry's been going, beware of the Ides of March, which is the 15th, and Superstars here is on the 13th. Yeah, it took me a little while to figure this whole thing out, but yeah, it was the whole Brutus thing. So he likes his his Ides of March reference with with Brutus coming back, thinking that he's going to turn on Hulk or something. I don't know. Well, if this is Saturday, yeah. Raw would air on the Ides of March. Raw That's would be true. A, a, the show on the 15th. So is That's something true. supposed to go down? I don't know. Maybe we'll find out next week. Yeah, because we ain't watching Raw. Tune in next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm not watching Raw. I'll, I'll watch I'll watch next week's episode so I can see what happened on Raw, because you know they're going to show it. The green screen is doing really, really well, because they actually push up from the three guys and into the shot of you know Mike McGurk announcing the, the tag team matches following. So it actually makes it look like they were there. Always nice. Yeah, we're going to see the Nasty Boys come out here. They were not announced by our commentators, and they are facing White Sh- Shadow. <laughs> just, just not a name you want to oh, use. Oh, boys. <laughs> Look what I got here. It's, 
Hey, boys, look what I got here. Hey, where are the white women at? There's so much wrong with it's like that. blazing saddles. Over yeah, here. exactly. So we got White Shadow and Ed. I think his name was Arce or Arch or A R C E. White Shadow is actually Bill Billy Anderson. Oh, okay. Uh, who went by Bill uh, Billy? He was also Mercenario Two. He was the Black Knight and the White Shadow. So I thought that was quite interesting. Yeah, he, went, he went to both sides of the spectrum there. And RC, I couldn't find a damn thing on him. He wasn't on the IMDb. Like this guy must be in like witness protection program because nobody can find him anywhere. Like we need a tag team partner. Someone go to the concession stand, get the popcorn guy out there, put him in something. Was White Shadow Bo Blake in another episode or was he? It wasn't White Shadow, but it was something of the the like. They gave him like some sort of interesting name. Bo Blake wasn't White Shadow. He was something else like that. We got Nasty Boys with Nasty Boy merch. We cut to two kids playing with the knobs and sags action figure, which... (laughs) Is one of those ones that look like just a, a lump of plastic that could be anybody. Yeah. yeah, they just put some early 90s splatter paint on them and they're good to go. Yeah. They must be the nasty boys. Right. Give him a nice stick and now he's the boss man. Exactly. We also get a nasty chant from the audience there, which just seems like an interesting chant, I guess you want to call it. I don't, I don't see how that's a good thing. It's like, <laughs> nasty nasty <laughs> and not the sags have learned in the last couple months of how to actually play to the audience they're actually getting them to chant with them they're responding to the audience because i remember when they first turned face they were basically doing the exact same act and we're just as heelish as before yeah so we get an answer to our question which we had last week because we've noticed that nasty boys were number one contenders for money Inc. tag team titles and we we're saying they announced the match that it was going to be hogan and beefcake versus money inc and we said what happened to the nasty boys well the nasty boys are so babyface now that after all that crap that they went through of being number one contenders for the titles you know going against the natural disasters and fighting with Money Inc. over being number one. Because it's Hogan and Beefcake, they were nice enough to step aside after all of that. Yes. Um, That's what we've been told. Yeah. I mean, the whole revenge against Jimmy Hart doesn't work anymore. He's a good guy. Nasty should just turn heel again. F*** that guy. Yeah, they, yeah they're, <laughs> like, they're, 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 wait a minute. Like, time out. We were number one contenders. You mm-hmm. screwed us over for Money, Inc., and they became champions. Now, we had a championship match again. Yep. And Jimmy Hart once again has stolen <laughs> the championship <laughs> match from us. Yeah. This little mother I told you, man. He's really good at, as a manager of burying people. <laughs> Except this time... They, they like fell for it. They're like, yeah, it's okay. And then, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're fine. Well, because it's Hogan, you know. Hogan always gets the free pass. <laughs> They're going to be like waking up in the Waffle House in a few hours going, wait a minute. <laughs> Did he just do this again? It's the same exact thing. We just fell for it again. But they're okay with it, man. It's Hogan. God, we're dumb. Pay no attention to the Hogan behind the curtain. Like, wait uh, a minute. What, what the what the hell? Eggs. <laughs> Did you see what he did? He did again. it again. Wait, wait what? Uh, you know, like Jimmy Hart's like, yeah, Hogan, we got him again. Oh, so <laughs> uh, those damn nasty boys. Oh, they're, yeah, they're morons. God, how long is the nasty boys for the Federation? I think they're, maybe they left with Hogan because I know they're friends with Hogan. Yeah. Yeah. I do not know. I'll have to, I'd have to look that up if I actually cared. Yeah. 
Well, they're doing their their match here with the the white shadow mm-hmm. and Ed Arcy, you know, getting all their their good hits in. And there's a point in here where the white shadow actually loses his mask. Ah, oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, and gets it. He gets it back from the ref at one point, but they they kind of cut away so oh, you don't yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. see his face. It was before uh, the pit stop. They ripped yeah. it off of his head before the pit stop, which, you know why I didn't see it? I was distracted by Brian Knobs spitting on his own hand like he's some kind of porn fluffer <laughs> and then wiping it into his armpit. Well, you know what? That, that's nasty. When did he add that to the gimmick? Yeah. <laughs> she ribbed up here. Yeah, I did, I did see the ref kick the mask up. Yeah, he pulls it off his face, and they're in the corner giving him the pit stop. He's covering his face as much as possible. And then Ed Arce just kind of comes in like he never actually tags. No. He just comes in. I guess that's like the, uh-oh, he lost his mask. I guess I will save him. I saw that the ref kicked it out of the ring. He actually gave it back to White Shadow. It's hard yeah. to tell because while all that's going on, we get the picture-in-picture picture of WWF Magazine with Yokozuna on the cover. And the Nasty Boys already at Caesar's Palace. Of course. Gambling. They're getting their uh, good times in early. They're scouting the tables. Yeah. They're trying to find the, the Beth brothel. <laughs> That's what you do as a nasty boy. Well, we get the mega powers ending of the flying macho elbow and leg drop to end this one. Mm-hmm. Yep. The mega mania is, is running wild within the nasty boys. Yeah, it's like. Hey, we lost our title shot. We're going to use their finishers. <laughs> we might as well. Yeah, how you like that? Ha, ha, ha. We got Mooney in the event center telling us to buy WrestleMania. Available on pay-per-view. They act like pay-per-view is new, and it is not. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think, I guess, like, when did pay-per-view actually become a thing well it was closed circuit for a while but we were i was ordering pay-per-views for years at this point oh yeah and 93 it was yeah well known at that point like the first pay-per-views i I got were after wrestlemania 6 yeah it's been three years and he's acting like we just cracked the technology so here's what you're gonna have to do you're gonna have to call your cable company they will send you the pay-per-view through the box. And if he was honest, he'd be like, you're going to call your cable company. You're going to order the pay-per-view. The pay-per-view will start and nothing will happen. You will then get back on the phone with your cable company. Yes. Try to get somebody there on a Sunday night. If they do answer, you'll say, where the fuck is my pay-per-view? I ordered it three months ago. Five more minutes will go by and you'll finally get the pay-per-view already 20 minutes in progress. Yes, the first match will be over. By that point. That's the way it worked. That That is. Well, all this is going on, you know, by WrestleMania, by WrestleMania, we get promos here. Our first one is from Crush. I summed up in saying, I have an accent sometimes. Perhaps the concussion knocked it out of me. <laughs> yeah, the clown knocked the accent the right cl- out of him. <laughs> the clown hit him so badly that he lost his accent sometimes. <laughs> it should be Crush's promo. I got to... Beat the accent right out of your body. He actually did. He's like half in, half out. I don't get it. You remember your ass here from De- Demolition? <laughs> That's how much I'm going to beat you. I was surprised to see this promo for what happens later because we get like a whole crushed vignette a little bit later, which I have dubbed Crushed Can't Surf. No. Just wait till no, we no. get there. It's embarrassing. <laughs> It'd be like if they actually tried to get Repo Man the hot wire or something. By the way, where's that motherfucker? Band. He's off filling somebody else's bike, I guess. We haven't had an opening credit, so I haven't seen if he's been in it lately. No. Um, well, we get our second promo is of Tiny Whippleman mm-hmm. 
with Giant Gonzalez. And it just looks, it's the same exact promo as the last time, basically. Same angle with Whippleman kind of standing in the the background to make him look even tidier versus giant gonzalez and he says that you was destroyed at the royal rumble he was yes. <laughs> you was destroyed at the rumble world of course referring to undertaker and i would have to deem this as you know not jumping ahead to wrestlemania 9 or anything but with wrestlemania 9 being the worst wrestlemania of all time this is the worst match of the worst wrestlemania of all time so yes it's a murder or suicide and i'm not about suicide says harvey yeah. like he's actually wrestling in the match this is like a dual stage promo versus pre-recorded promo because we get these guys back and harvey's hilarious yeah yeah <laughs> the idea of what he's saying is is just going to be great but we'll get there we have yoko is geishas out with his flowers and yeah we get yoko with mr fuji of course and he is versing casey cleric just gonna do some paperwork for him Um, (laughs) this guy has three tv matches all in 93 so nothing too much on him we get some usa chance so the the crowd still wants the usa versus japan angle a date which will live in infamy The United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. As much as Vince is trying to squash that. They uh, do mention Duggan, but just barely. And luckily we did not have to suffer through like his niece and nephew interview. Yes, I was wondering where they were going to go next. Yes. We have Paxil Jim Duggan's cardiologist here. <laughs> Very disappointed in the performance. He has no heart. I've been telling him for years. We didn't get any <laughs> of that. Mayo Clinic. We get a little bit of product placement with a oversized Brent shirt. Yeah. Some little girl in the, the audience there. So, you know, they like threw that one at her. It's the only Brent you're going to get in this thing. There's not yeah. a lot. For our champion main event, we barely see him. We've seen Hulk Hogan 50 times already. Yeah. They do um, the Yoko shot between his legs. You yeah, see of the course. red tight frame between the legs of Yokozuna. Yes, very menacing shot. Cleric charges right away. Like, I don't know what the red tights think they're going to accomplish, but this seems to be the MO of every red tight that faces Yoko as they just charge him right away. But have they not learned from previous red tights that they're just going to get clotheslined or kicked or something and the match will be over? Within a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's like the big guy bounce off. You got to try, try to ram him. I think everybody's just trying to do sumo against the sumo guy. Well, we get we get this awful looking clothesline and the cleric does not sell it well either. It just, it looks pretty bad. <laughs> no, the German suplex does him in though. It's like holding his chest for the rest of the match. The giant leg drop, he's like holding his head. I think Yoko is just really having fun with him. Like, <laughs> if I could kill him. <laughs> yeah. From our commentary, we get a little bit of the the Duggan saga because we're not going to hear from Duggan himself, but they're, you know, they're pining for a Duggan to return to action, apparently. Nobody's I guess asking that, for that. No, nobody but the commentators are at this point. Yeah, but we're, we're trying to keep him in the limelight a little bit. We end Yoko's bonsai drop was not braced at all. <laughs> like, I think he literally landed on this dude's upper chest as hard as he could. He was trying to get his balls in his face on this one. It, <laughs> it's a mess. Like, this might be the fatality of the night. Fatality. Because it's 
I've seen the thing where he like doesn't gently, but you know, it looks like he's landing on him safely. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how Earthquake would always brace himself with his arm when he'd do the you know the earthquake splash sit. Yes, whatever. He'd, yeah, he'd support himself up. Yoko just goes full on onto this guy's chest with no with no bracing. He's just he's not holding the ropes <laughs> or anything. This guy just gets flattened and his legs start twitching in weird ways. I think you can determine how much Yoko likes his red tight by how <laughs> far away his balls are from his head. Yeah, he didn't, li- <laughs> he didn't like this guy at all. Yeah, the closer that he is, the less he likes the person. So I don't think he liked this guy. Yeah. Yeah, you think this red tight was just obnoxious backstage, like Yoko Zuna, more like Yoko Ono. Oh, He's like, all <laughs> right, okay, see you out there. Balls in your face. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna work? You go down, balls in face. Yeah. Oh, this poor guy. Then we have three guys who can't speak English do an interview. Uh-huh. Ray Rougeau with Mr. Fuji and Yoko Zuna. Now, you know, Ray kind of pisses off Fuji, and mm. I thought Yoko was going to take it out on Rougeau. Like, I'll show you something. And since Rougeau is an actual wrestler, he's like one half of the fabulous Rougeau brothers. Yeah, I thought Rougeau was going to get his ass kicked. But no, they just go back and pummel the red tights some more. Yeah. I was all ready for Rougeau to get his ass kicked. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And no. They say that Brett will, instead of be call, being called the Hitman, they will call him the Squash Man after WrestleMania because he will be squashed by Yokozuna. And then Ray Rougeau does his best Aretha Franklin impersonation talking about R-E-S-P-E-C-T. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. And spoiler, it's not a very good impression. No. Ray Rougeau does not make Aretha Franklin. No. Can you imagine that if he did it? I want to see Ray Rougeau <laughs> cover respect. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. It's, it's karaoke <laughs> night. Yes. That's where I thought you go. Respect. House. I'll show you some respect. And I thought Rougeau was going to get his ass kicked. But instead, we cut to a little boy wearing a Caesars Palace WrestleMania 9 hat. That's one Prisa merch would actually wear. Yeah. From that, we go to the WrestleMania 9 report with Gene Okerlund. And he runs down the card. I think we have a, the full card at this point. I haven't looked at the actual card of WrestleMania, but it looks like they're pretty full boat at this point because we've added at this point the razor ramon versus champion of yesteryear bob Backlund. that's finally been added to the card we we finally get hitman i like this because you saw yoko beat the shit out of the poor red tight and mm. brett's like oh you think you're big you just beat this poor guy up like it's almost happening live like he's actually <laughs> responding to it even though these things took place weeks apart it it makes it seem like he was there yeah he's talking about what just happened with cleric and then he's he sounds like he's calling out fuji he's like fuji's gonna wrestle or something that would have been so much better of a match but yeah <laughs> mr Apparently, fuji versus yeah. fred hart <laughs> it's it's odd job he just takes the hat it chops his head off <laughs> yeah exactly I wish. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we get that. And then we get a money ink from where they're, they're talking about, I guess, you know, in the Hogan promo at the very beginning, they said like, you know, nothing can hurt Brutus with his super indestructible mask, but don't, would you worry, mega idiots? We are having a special briefcase made apparently. <laughs> well, it better be heavier than a steamroller or a dump truck full of kryptonite, because as we've learned in the earlier promo, 
Those things cannot hurt them. This briefcase is filled with four explosives. Pieces <laughs> 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 of Try and everywhere. get out of that, Brutus. Uh-huh. Hogan's like, holy shit. It just blew up for... <laughs> Look, Hulkamaniac, the mask is still in one piece. <laughs> Brutus is his arm is over there. But... <laughs> oh, that's too good. We go from there to a Shawn Michaels promo. And Shawn plays it really well. He says the odds might be in to talk his favor, but he's, you know, finally going for the title and Shawn will never let that title go. Shawn seems a little bit flustered, I thought, in this promo. He didn't quite see, what did I have here? Didn't quite seem like he knew where he was going but he landed it at the end no and it sounds like sensational sherry might be coming back for yeah. this in some way shape or form are they gonna try and redo the genetti thing now the genetti's gone this is like oh sherry's showing up again <laughs> they just retcon the whole thing yeah where they restage the barbershop but the rockers are, are instead of marty genetti and Shawn michaels it's tataka and Shawn michaels tatanka's in <laughs> yeah. the rocker gear tataka goes through the window tataka comes back with the guns and roses t-shirt yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They just superimpose CGI Tataka over every Genetti appearance in in the archives. Of course, there was there was no Genetti here. We don't know what you're talking about. Now we get the awesome, awesome Crush promo. This yes. made me long for the days of Crush crushing a milk carton. Well, we are in Venice Beach, Hawaii, apparently. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we're <laughs> supposed to be in Kona. There's no way in hell this is Hawaii. No. Crush says after his bullshit, I'm going to go surf and he can't. <laughs> He's got a boogie board. A boogie board. That's not even a surfboard. He's on a boogie board. Belly first on a boogie board. Yeah. Scared shitler. By the way. I was going to say, I wonder if they like tried to get him on a surfboard and he tried it a few times and they're just like, all right, let's go with the boogie board instead. No. He, he's on a wave the size of something out of like, you know, Ocean City, New Jersey. Yeah, of course. And his eyes are as big as saucers, just scared shitless. And then the wave wipes him out off yeah. screen. Oh, yeah. He's like, does him in. It's, it's so embarrassing. He's the, yeah. it's the worst Hawaiian of all time. Yeah, that did not help to his cause at all. He says, don't <laughs> get ready to be crushed at the end of that, which uh, I, I this is this is probably why Doig won the match. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, I knew we were in trouble while he was inflating water wings for yeah. his, before he went into the water. Where's my life preserver? He's surfing with a rubber ducky inflatable <laughs> hoop around his belly. Yes. Oh, uh, poor Chris. Poor Crush. Poor Crush. Poor. We get to see a, a promo shot of champion of yesteryear, Bob Backlund Ooh. versus Razor Shamone. That's hilarious. Funniest uh, thing Facebook Shimon. has produced ever. <laughs> Razor Shamone. Shamone. Michael Jackson's head superimposed on Razor Ramon's body. Shamone. Why, why wasn't this given to us in real life? Yes. That would be awesome. Heads a little curl coming down. Oh, that yeah. Makes sense either way. In the ring, and we've seen Al Burke before. Yes. I remember his um, mullet. Yes, we we talked about Al Burke. I'm just going to refer to him as the large Billy Idol fan guy from The Wedding Singer. That's, yes. That's where he, that's his claim to fame. That's, he played that part in The Wedding Singer. So along with his years of wrestling service. So we get Tatanka running to the ring a la the Ultimate Warrior. 
Mm-hmm. Those Ultimate Warrior is not around to do it anymore. More product placement. Not only did we have oversized Brett shirt, but we have oversized Ico Pro t-shirt. Yes. On model, on model girl. Model girl. <laughs> the neck of this shirt is huge. <laughs> The, the neck is is three feet around. Yes, that shirt was not meant to fit her, but they just said, take this and wear it and we will put you on TV and you will be a star. I don't know who's supposed to fit. Humpty Dumpty? I've never seen a neck this big. Maybe it's like the 80s over the shoulder yeah. kind of thing, but she's wearing it like a turtleneck under it. Just yeah, like- I said, it looks like it was a drape on her. <laughs> threw, that, threw that shit over. Where are we? this week because oh we are in long beach convention center mm-hmm. long beach california this so conv- it's, it's still there it, we we've been yeah, there yeah. for a little while this was originally recorded on february 15th of 1993 it's like really small the superstars banner is pinned to a wall it only looks like it has a deck and a half because mm-hmm. everybody on the ground is on the ground and it looks like they're on bleachers and there's like one deck above it looks like they're in like a community ice rink this looks Mm -hmm. really stinky and i didn't really notice it until they did these shots of the entrance while stanka's wrestling it looks like a teeny teeny venue yeah no draw uh but hogan's back so we're safe oh we'll, yay we'll be okay. in bigger places yeah <laughs> uh, they gotta fill these small places you know make it look big Tonka, back, he's like what the hell happened where where, where? <laughs> yeah taka is working the arm of large billy idol fan guy uh, as vince puts him over for using ico pro so tonka is now the poster child for ico pro i guess yeah, he chops Burke down as the announcers talk about Sensational Sherry. Yeah. And how she could be at WrestleMania. Finally, Tatanka hulks up and uses the power of the Braves and the Grave <laughs> Spirits. The uh, power of the Braves, man on first, bottom <laughs> of the ninth. And then he gives us the Samoan drop or the, I forget what, the papoose to go. Yes, <laughs> that's so probably the Brave would, would call it. For the win. He's wearing like the Sid Justice colors when Sid was in the Federation the first time where he's wearing the, the baby blue. Yeah. It's like, hey, Sid, if you're not going to be using those anymore. If I wash those suckers up, then yeah. I'm going to be around for a little while. Match is over and out comes Giant Gonzalez for no good reason. Yeah, this is kind of weird. So they continue with this. He's searching like he's playing Where's Undertaker? Like Where's Waldo? And they're they're just basically saying that, you know, Undertaker is this. This is their whole gimmick. The Undertaker is scared because he's not there. Well, he's not slated to be there. So it doesn't. It doesn't work. You know, they're, you know, it's kind of saying that Undertaker is a coward because he's not around. Is he supposed to like be like hanging around the ring all the time? Yeah. It's like, how hard is he to find? The, yeah. Was he booked? <laughs> check, check the coffins backstage. He's got to be somewhere. Check the roster. Does yeah. he have a match tonight? Yeah. A couple really weird things about this. One, they do this shot to make him look huge. They got the guy on the ground pointing the camera up as Giant Gonzalez gets in the ring. So he looks 85 million feet tall. Unfortunately, you get a shot of the under crotch of Giant Gonzalez. Oh, no. Apparently, the furry bikini does not go all the way on there. Like, uh he manscapes his taint, apparently, on this thing. <laughs> and this promo that Harvey gives, 
There was a Fast and the Furious movie where Vin Diesel apparently goes evil and his team has to try to stop him. Mm. And the whole team is surrounding Vin Diesel's car and they harpoon it and they're trying to get it to stop. But Vin Diesel's car engine is just too great. And every person's like, wow, it must be 500 horsepower. And he's like, no, it's a thousand horsepower. No, no, <laughs> 5,000 horsepower. It's got to have about 2,000 horsepower in that thing. Drop 3,000. That was the Harvey Whippleman promo. Yeah. Giant Gonzalez was scheduled for a match against two guys. No, 10 guys. No, <laughs> 30 guys. He was going to face 30 guys tonight, but he won't because he's trying to find The Undertaker. It's like, two doesn't make it sound good enough. 10. No, no. Giant Gonzalez, 14,000 people he was going to fight tonight. I, th I think he would lose. I mean, I'm just going to go out on a limb. But even if he faced 10 guys, you know, those 10 guys should could just pile on top of him and pin him. You'd say, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's got to be a limit there. I'm sorry. He's a big dude, but, you know. If it was 30 guys, they just throw Luis Piccoli at him and then mm. run while he was... <laughs> That's, how, that's, how that's you, all they had to do. That's how you get away from Jack Gonzalez. You throw a red tight at him, and while he's getting destroyed, you run away. Yeah. That's how I plan to survive a bear attack with my wife. It's like, <laughs> throw her at the bear and... Yeah, and just run. <laughs> just run. Yeah, that'll slow him down for at least a little while. <laughs> if you look at the crowd during this promo, like nobody could care no. at all about the giant Gonzalez. So this this is not getting over well, and he will not be long for this world. Gonzalez keeps on stealing the Undertaker's shit. Remember he said, you're going to rest in peace last time, and now he goes, yeah. I'm going to bury you. And it's like, just get your own crap, dude. You're, you're a Sasquatch. Do mm. something Get ready for Yeti. I don't know. Something. <laughs> ready for Yeti. Yeah. Uh, You're not ready for Yeti, Undertaker. Yes. We're going behind the fur. Oh, no. Yeah. You should. <laughs> 36 minutes, 39 seconds in, we have California, New Jersey. Mm -hmm. We have the Material Girl video in full effect. Nice. They're not going to let it go. <laughs> they're, they're eight years behind the curve, but they are, they are 80s out. Jersey Girls... Loving narcissist the narcissist. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we got we got Lex Luger coming out and he is gonna be versing Joey Mags. Joey Mags. I feel like he's he should be like the third member of the Nasty Boys. Lex is posing in front of the mirror with his steroid back knee, just like popping his back. <laughs> They've decided to put the mirror on the ground because remember last time they couldn't get the goddamn thing out of the ring. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so. it's on the side of the ring, so they don't have guys running in at the very last minute to start the match trying to get this goddamn thing out of the ring. <laughs> yes. So they just put it on the, the ground next to the ring. That was that was a clutch move in making things move a lot faster. Now, <sighs> unfortunately, Lex has been around in, like, the land of the Giants. Like, you got your Sid Justices, you got your Hulk Hogan's, you got everybody who's really, really super big, muscular, and tall. And Lex is big, but I never thought he was all that tall until I saw this match. Mm -hmm. He dwarfs this guy and whoever's in the ring with him joey mags over here is is pretty built but he looks tiny compared to lex lex looks oh, like yeah. lex looks like godzilla in this ring it's like wow lex looks big yeah he just he keeps getting bigger too <laughs> just keeps yeah just keep on inflating him <laughs> yeah. can anybody inflate lex today <laughs> forgot. don't forget to inflate lex before he goes out there <laughs> yeah. yes ah oh, shit i left the pump back in 
San Jose. What the hell is it? This is Tom Brady's Lex. Go fill him back up. <laughs> Every offensive move is augmented by a Lex Luger flex of something. Mm-hmm. This is his, his go-to now. Put a headlock yeah. on him. Flex a peck. Yeah. Let's see. It says, I have here. Luger runs over Mags. As Vince wants to know if Luger is able to hang with Perfect as a wrestler. Yes, because we get the Wrestling Spotlight magazine. This is the third magazine of the night. If you're not, mm-hmm. keep, keep a check at home. We had Oof. the WWF magazine with Yokozuna. We had, what, the product thing? I don't even know what they call it with the teddy bears. Yeah. And now you got Wrestling Spotlight. Yeah. With a cover story of Mr. Perfect. Of course. Which is what it says. That the cover says, Mr. Perfect, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Luger stays in control. Then he hits his running forearm smash for the win. And he emphasizes his big win by covering him with his pinky finger. <laughs> and Vince is like, I think something's up here now. I'm no yeah. detective. I'm no CSI Miami. But it <laughs> seems like every time he hits a guy with his forearm, the guy dies. <laughs> the guy is completely wiped out by a forearm. I think something's up here. Yes. Well, that will be the, the running story moving forward. Lex, a new gimmick of dragging the poor red tight over to the mirror and showing the red tight how you know, pathetic he is. Unfortunately, the red tight has been killed, so he has no idea where he is. He's not going to wake up for like two weeks, so he's not going to know that he was looking in the mirror. No. Uh, and Lex goes back to posing. Yeah. There's course. a guy with a mustache really liking the pose down, so Ooh, you know, he's got the bro-stash. He's, yeah. <laughs> Very good. Mooney 3? Is that yeah. what we're on? I believe it's either Mooney 2 or Mooney 3. At this point, we get all the Mooney we can handle, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. So we have our finishing promos for the night. And our first one is just the head shrinkers high on all kinds of crack cocaine. Promo of the night right here. Uh, yeah. It's, it's just, it's like what I, what I feel like they should do is put, make a three man tag with the head shrinkers and Kamala. And take out the rest, take out the, the managers, take out everybody and just let those three just try and eat each other for the entire program. Yeah, the, the cannabis cannibals. Yes. Off is uh, like, Steiner Brothers, you're good, but we're better. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. That, that's pretty much how it went. Yeah. Steiner's, you're good, but we're better. And we are going to eat you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we're going to get through this. Yeah. If I was like Rick and Scott, I'd be like, I don't know, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right now the head shrinkers are winning the the promo matches between these two. Cosplaying as a member of the Handmaid's Tale, we have <laughs> champion of yesteryear Bob Backlund, <laughs> not knowing what to do with his hands. Ah, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it seems I backed myself into a hooskow with this young ne'er-do-well Razor Ramon. He acts like he's the cat's pajamas with his gold and his happy-go-lucky attitude. Well, he's got one of two things coming for me to form a left jab a right hook. I, on the other hand, <laughs> am a man of the people, and we're going to get Razor to understand that what he did is no tickety-boo. Razor's promo is like, boy, a man. Yes. <laughs> Razor, you know what I have from Razor's? Ayo hey, Backlund. Fuck you. Who the <laughs> fuck booked this shit? <laughs> Razor just like, does not care. He's just like, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I'm awesome. Go away. Like, can't even believe this match is happening. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I I hope I I don't know the outcome of that one. I hope to God Razor wins that one. I don't think there's any doubt. 
Yes, I hope to God. I mean, I cannot see Backlund winning that one. Vince keeps on getting pissed off because Macho and and the King keep on kicking Backlund in the nuts about how non-charismatic he is and how oh, much yeah. of an old-timey thing. Oh, dude, he just puts people to sleep. Yeah, like, I can't see like how he's lasted this long. Like Skinner give like does better promos than this guy does. <laughs> Come really on. Bad. Yeah. 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 Give me a berserker promo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll take a berserker promo over this any day. It's just so horrible. Like, why did Vince think that him coming back was going to be a a good thing? Like, and how did that come about? Like, was, was that a backland thing? Like, Hey, I want to get back into this. Or was Vince like, Hey, we need somebody back. <laughs> like was, was Vince the one that called him? Like, who did the calling then? That's what I want to know. I don't know if he thought he was going to be like a nostalgia guy. I don't know if he thought this guy was able to run as champion for for years. And Hulk's kind of like hot and cold. He's every mm-hmm. other year. He's out of here. Maybe we bring Backlund back and we rebuild the American hero. Maybe. It yeah, didn't work know. with Sid. They haven't figured out that Lex might be a good person for that role, which he wasn't. You got probably your most popular dude is Brett, but he can't the american hero as black and pink canadian yeah and obviously nothing's drawing when you look at the crowds and you're going wow these are really dinky venues yeah that seem to have trouble drawing yeah and we're looking for something and you know bringing back the warrior that was going to be it and then nope yeah bringing back macho as champion then nope and nope. you know rick flair a champion of nwa for years and years and years let's bring him in here and have nope He's, yeah, yeah. He's forty-two, but Ric Flair looks sixty-five when he's forty-two. So. Yeah, the misses. Yeah, lots of misses, yeah. and he's probably distracted. Honestly, you know, it's a good chance he could go to jail or lose the company and all. The, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, and that would take thirty more years <laughs> for, <laughs> for the lose the company. Yeah. That's it. So, did you like the episode, fan? No, there wasn't too much on this one that I that could you know sink my teeth into there was uh it was just kind of another match i feel like we're in a rut right now just kind of waiting to get to wrestlemania at this point and knowing how bad of a wrestlemania it is these these shows leading up to it i don't foresee them you know either getting any better or just you know giving us anything to really you know have fun with so it's going to be a few some some rough weeks coming up here yeah, I mean, it was, they kept it moving. There was a lot of segments. Too much Hogan. I mean, too, it's way like, too much Hogan. It's like, hey, we're back. We're going to bring Hogan back. Everybody's got to come back. But Hogan's mm-hmm. here to save the day. But yeah. he's not. No. He's not. I mean, everybody, I think Vince knew he wasn't going to stick around. Yeah. So, you know, what, what are we doing? I like the promos more than anything. I thought the promos yeah. this week were better than the matches. Certainly. Um, yeah. Well, our red tights didn't give us much to talk about either. So there, there, there was not much backstory on many of them this no, week. No, but my red tight of the night has to be the guy Yoko flattened because <laughs> this dude's just died a horrible death. Like, yeah, the the guy who Lex hit pretended to be knocked out. The guy who Yoko sat on got sat on by a five hundred pound mother. So <laughs> my red tight of the night. I actually I missed this in the previous section, but I'll. T- tell you why in just a second is joey mags because he had a signature move get this dude is the canadian shocker oh god <laughs> that's that's that 
that's yeah yeah <laughs> but but he apologizes afterwards as uh, as two in the boot <laughs> two one to the shoot and then I'm sorry afterwards yeah. thank goodness yeah. yeah so he's he's my red tight of the night oh wow well <laughs> next week because two segments wasn't enough we get giant gonzalez again oh god he's going to be facing 475 people while he's searching for the undertaker this guy is a multitasker yes doink is going to be in action okay bob backlund this card gets oh. better and better than oh yeah oh, yes. i can't wait to see what hullabaloo is about to, to transpire we have charisma abounds in this yes. one so hopefully saving the day we'll get some money ink and kamala as well and we're going to interview the narcissist so okay narcissist and narcissist will be interviewed are we going to just have a close-up on his face while they do that <laughs> i don't remember lex being a great interview so this is gonna be interesting yeah that should be yeah and he doesn't have the brain. The brain is in his mouthpiece, so he's got to do it all by himself. Which is weird. You feel like he should be, because the brains supposedly brought him in, getting back off. for the whole flare thing and everything. Yeah. So I don't know. I, you know, this is this is this is rough. We're going through a rough patch here, Dom. Nah, it's, yeah, it's, some of these some of these episodes, but we will persevere. We will get back to the good stuff, hopefully. You know, I've I've kind of based a lot of of my wrestling watching on what WrestleMania transpired within that year. So knowing mm -hmm. that, you know, 93 was the year of WrestleMania nine, I don't expect a lot out of it, but I really don't know that much about like the other major pay-per-views, you know, within mm -hmm. those years, like your survivor series and your, your Royal rumbles. So hopefully things could get a little bit better. I'm optimistic. Well, it did give you one of the best summer slams of all time. They, to this day, they talk about the summer slam in England. That's true. Clash of the Castle was supposed to like reignite that and it didn't. Mm -hmm. No. Like, it didn't live up to the Brett Bulldog SummerSlam. No. But hey, let's see. We're going to get a King of the Ring. I don't know if we had a King of the Ring. No, we didn't. Mm. We're going to get an extra pay per view after this one because oh, we went nice. from WrestleMania into SummerSlam. King of the Ring wasn't a thing yet. It will be after this. Oh, I nice. think after WrestleMania, because we know what happens and we go back to Hokieville. We should, uh, before we start the next year, we should do a episode covering Lethal Leap Year. All of these things can be seen at the biggest extravaganza in the history of professional wrestling. Lethal Leap Year. I'm all about it. Yeah, we should do a Southpaw Regional Wrestling Season 1 episode. Oh, I love it. I love it. Before totally we do it. Before we start going into the Road to WrestleMania 10 Oh God! Here we go. Yeah, yeah. We we'll need that break. Yes, we'll definitely need that break. I like it. All right. Well, like for it. now, Sayonara, Undertaker. Yes, and Shawn Michaels has left the building. Oops.